Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings, or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at pandora.net. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The ladies of Beverly Hills are taking the drama to Italy. When Teddy drops a bomb at dinner in Rome, Denise breaks the fourth wall and coins the term Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. Comedian, actress, and musician Margaret Cho joins me to break down the episode. This is The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Season 10, Episode 12, Roman Rumors. So this is your first Housewives episode ever. Yes. Yes. Um, And just it being like sort of in the universe, what do you know about it? Do you ever read about it in pop culture? Do you know who the people are? Or is this like a bunch of strangers? I know Garcelle. I find Garcelle very attractive. I did her podcast. And I know um, maybe it's uh, Kim from... Land of the Lost. Oh, okay. That's funny. <laughs> and Denise from Wild Things. I also have uh, listened to full episode renditions, like theatrical productions by Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers, okay. who uh, would chide me and make fun of me for never seeing the show. And they would recreate, they know episodes line by line. Um, and would recreate full scenes no. for me um, all the time. And they still do. Which, I, I mean, I just don't watch a lot of unscripted. So it's just um, never my uh, point of uh, contact with pop culture. I don't either, by the I way. And know. that's funny that you like yeah. unscripted makes it sound so fancy and documentary. And like, well, with, it is. Yeah, I, it it is. is. A do- well, that's uh, that brings me to the first question, which I didn't think I would ask. But what do you think? Because the people that you mentioned are all actresses. So I yes. have not really said aloud yet that on Beverly Hills, you have Denise Richards, Kyle, you had Kim, that's three, Lisa Rinna's four, Garcelle. So I know it's Beverly Hills, but you have five actresses on a quote unquote reality show. What do you think of that concept? 
well, actors is really shine because they know when the camera's on, they know what's going to be um, perceived by the camera. And also they're um, kind of re-emerging as a version of themselves. So you can sort of tell that they're playing these archetypes that are not necessarily entirely themselves, even though there is a suspension of disbelief from the audience for watching it as we're assuming this is the real person. I mean, there, there's definitely aspects of it. But when you can say something like bravo, 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 and stop the action, we can't do that in real life. That's interesting. So, well, but they, you know, yeah, the, well, this is interesting yeah. that you say that. Well, two things. One, um, right, like it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter that housewives aren't matter, I mean, aren't married. It's sort of just this entertainment vehicle that has that name. And it doesn't matter if people are even acting because no one would wear the clothing that these people wear in their hotel restaurant downstairs. Like, you know, you'd be wearing a jean jacket, leather leggings and boots if you wanted to be cute, but cameras are on. And there's an absurdity, particularly to this one, this, in my mm -hmm. opinion, this, not only this episode, but this, this marks an era in housewives where it became ridiculous. Like my old, see what you're wearing right now, what I'm wearing, like, this is what I would have worn in housewives in my first five years on like you would just wear this and you mm -hmm. do your own makeup and you'd sit down and you would do the interview in the interview chair and like you wouldn't be in a costume so I'm very old school. the way that I talk that I'm like old school about bagels and I don't think they should have 50 bullshit on them and blueberry and chocolate chip <laughs> and like I'm a purist about it I'm kind mm -hmm. of old school about reality tv I think it should mm -hmm. be reality and mm -hmm. the hills was trashed for it not being reality you know, and in a lot of trouble about that being staged. And I think that the housewives used to be its best when it was really real. So that's why this is like a mm -hmm. different, if you were doing a documentary on housewives, this, the Beverly Hills cast with Doreen and Erica in particular changed the whole franchise into being more about hair and makeup and glam swads and costumes. Right. But it's also like, um, what it makes me think of is really like Court of the Sun King. Like it's very Versailles where we have these like people who are wealthy or aspire to wealth, whether they're actually like financially wealthy or not, or whether they're, um, it, it's more of a show of it. Right. That's more important. So it's a really interesting thing of like the posturing of um, wealth as a form of, um, currency, like not just money currency, but social class, like uh, elegance, um, pr the performative yes. aspect of femininity, beauty, and um, grace. And so it's like, it is like the co court of the king. It's it's kind of like the way that we want to see royals yes. act. And we were not allowed to go into the royals chambers to see how they act. So, but we get to go into the the, the housewives. Very the, the interesting, and you're right. And there are these different things. Like, if to someone who should do a documentary on the housewives, it should. I'm gonna actually write that down because I'm thinking about like the different versions. So, for example, um, Beverly Hills, a cast member is like the B-roll, like the bags mm -hmm. and the palatial. Because New York City, you could have one of those housewives. The value of a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills house in an apartment would not seem as grand because a New York City <laughs> apartment could be like 5,000 square feet and be $12 million. And that's going to look mm -hmm. much bigger. And forget when you get to Atlanta and they're in the outskirts and you could have, 
$1.8 million house that looks like it's 20, that is 20,000 square feet. So there are all these different things that these different cities bring. And Beverly Hills is bringing this massive glam. But in particular, if you look at Doreen and what she used to wear season one, or when Denise Richards came in in the beginning, she was like wearing t-shirt and shorts to go to someone's balcony at a hotel room when Erica and Dorit made it costume-like. And then you see all the other women following suit. So Lisa Rinna being in a wig and that crazy eyeshadow and leopard, that's not how she used to dress on this show. She's trying to mm-hmm. keep up with the Joneses in wardrobe and in fashion on the show, which makes it intense. I would not, I would hate that part. <laughs> Well, Lisa Rinna, it's so funny because I just know her in such a humble manner from, to me, she's still the shopkeeper on Ventura. Ah, (laughs) you know, like I just, I'm like, oh, I went to her store to buy a a juicy couture jumpsuit. Like, I'm very like, oh, that's the lady that sells uh, the velour. You know, like it's a very, like to me, it's a very, oh, she dances with Louie. You know, I remember, like, same, yeah. and I knew her, and she did change a little. She has changed. Like, she's different than she was when she started, which people change and evolve, but she's not that girl anymore. Well, she's a boss. I mean, she still walks around like she owns the shop, which is great. You know, it's great for the show. It's great for the culture of the show because she seems to be the commandeering uh, aspect, and she's a catalyst for a lot of things and conversations and events, including this trip. Right. Okay, so you're. The, I've, I've talked more with you about, like, the whole th- zeitgeist of it than anyone but anyway okay so it that it's funny that you say that because you know you hear that like lisa rinna in the past was the one who drove the charge of the munchausen's argument you don't have to know what it was but you saw that and in the past she drove the charge puppy gate even last season she you know ex- explained this dramatic conversation with she and Kathy Hilton and she got post-traumatic stress disorder from it and she needed to bring it into the group. So she always sort of has this dramatic way of acting like it's her social responsibility to bring something into the group. So in this case, it's her responsibility to bring in the fact that Denise may have had an affair with another former housewife when she's married and they use the bullshit like did she say bad things about three other housewives and who gives a shit because everybody talks about other housewives they use that bullshit vehicle to like get us to how do we talk on this show about this possible affair so I want to get into that and go at it a bunch of different ways but I want to start with Lisa Rinna but the resounding thought that I had overall was who gives a shit what she does and she can have an affair but they all acted like this was like this you know, looming responsibility everybody had to talk about this affair. And Lisa Rinna was driving the charge in the car in the beginning when she's like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do with this information. Well, this is perfect for Lisa because she was the one that when you go back to her store on Ventura, she would create the window displays. So every time I would see her, she would be out in front putting the outfits in different combinations on the mannequins. So this is basically what she's doing in the show. She's bringing you into the show, into their personalities and their dysfunction so that you'll come in and buy the story. Ah, you genius, Margaret Show. You are the perfect Rewives guest. (laughs) Wow, I love an analogy, a metaphor. I love the effort. Brilliant. Yes, she is. She's accessorizing the details. She's using their personalities against each other so that people will be drawn further into the story of what's going on. And the other characters will be drawn 
further into the clothes she's putting on them, the clothes meaning these ideas and scandals that they're wearing around. Yes, and you have, and you're right, because she's at least own it. Like, she's the one who says, own it. She's, like, driving, and she's owning it, and she's giving us some meat to eat off the bone. And this is, you're seeing a lot of the characters in true form. And so what I mean by that is, Kyle's like sort of like rolling her eyes a little because she has tremendous opinions, but she's not going to share them because she needs to be the Kyle that's been on since season one that is always liked and will get a little dirty, but never too dirty. And Teddy's sort of always feigning ignorance and like is that sort of like awe shucksness about it. And like, I don't want the responsibility, but it's my responsibility because it's accountability to bring this matter into the forefront. So like at least Lisa's like coming out with it, but like other people hide behind the ways you know, to because to, they're playing to many audiences. So they're playing to each other mm-hmm. and they're playing to us as viewers. And the viewer's so smart. So yeah. Lisa's driving. Teddy's like in the bullshit seat. And Kyle's just like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. You know, rolling the eyes and only getting a little bit so dirty. So <laughs> Teddy, I, the first thing I wrote on my notes here, you know, because I always write on like scrawl on a piece of paper when I'm watching that I hope I'll be able to read the next day. Teddy is the shit stirrer that hides. That's what I wrote. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. um, but also you don't know Brandy Glanville. She's not the best source that everybody, you know, it's not the Wall Street Journal. It's Brandy Glanville that like a whole show is hanging on that Brandy yes. Glanville is giving us all of these pearls of wisdom, wisdom. But she speaks with such conviction. I mean, the the Brandy, even though she's unreliable as a witness, she's a convincing witness. And then everybody seems to believe everything that she's saying. And then coming back and I feel sorry for Teddy because Teddy seems like um, sort of like the innocent bystander who's just out of her, like out of her depth of what to do with these people. She's just like, oh, oh. and then Kyle's very judgmental too. Kyle's very like, Kyle's classic dark brunette, <laughs> like a okay. dark brunette always is the voice of reason and okay. like, OK, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. This is I guess this is what we're doing. <laughs> Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings and rings or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora Jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at Pandora.net. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Okay. In real life, does, like, where does this rate on, like, who gives a shit? In like real or actual no, like real, not like normal, like normal gossip circles. Like what on a one to 10 of who gives a shit? Like, so someone may or may not have had like a single moment with another actress. They're both hot. Like, where does this matter in real normal life? I guess it matters in that, like, what are people even thinking of me? And I think this is like a classic fear that everybody has when they go on a girl's trip. It's like, we don't want to be singled out. And it's almost like, um, is this is this a real friendship or are we just trying to outdo each other with drama, outdo each other with outfits, outdo each other with pearls in the hair with Dory doing the perfect like Chanel hair moment, which is so over over the top for like dinner and drinks. But by the way, it's also shady AF to say that you're dressing <laughs> casual. I would not have that much of a look. I swear to you on my life at the Met Gala, my hair look wouldn't be that intense. Like, I promise you, that was insane. It's stupid. It's like, you know when you're so hungry, you're not even hungry anymore? Like, Mm -hmm. it's so beyond the pale that you, like, have to almost celebrate it. It's ridiculous. Well, and she's not really true to the Chanel archetype because Chanel is really about sportswear that is very much going from the um, sporting event to a night out. So it's about Jersey. It's about it's about casualness, actually. So the the real aesthetic of Chanel isn't that polished. She's doing more like a Karl Lagerfeld Chanel. I love you. So the range that you have from acting to comedy to the two things that you've said for a show, people that she hasn't even seen. This is becoming one of my favorite episodes. Like for so many ways, my producers are going to be like crying. All right. Wait a second. So many things are being said. So here's what I think. So I read the book, Anna about Anna Wintour and we're going everywhere, but I don't care. This is amazing. So I, my perception of not, she's going to be the the HBIC in fashion, no matter whether you agree or not. Like I'm going to say she knows a fucking thing or two about fashion. So she seems to feel that fashion should be like effortless and who you truly are. It doesn't mean that you're not going to make an effort, but it needs to seem like it's sort of truthful and like intrinsic to who you are. And I was going mm-hmm. to mention this about the glamour that's dripping. Like, I don't even think it's glamorous because I think it's a costume. And I don't think that people who are truly fashionable look like it was a painstaking effort to be chic. I think people that are chic, you know, wear things they make, highs and lows. Like, you didn't just mm-hmm. go and become this, like, Chanel clown, like, playing dress up. So I, I agree with you. I feel like it's so weird and so forced and, like, 
it's outlandish and it's not that chic or fashionable. That's what I think. I like Dor. I mean, I don't know Doreen. I like, I think she's pretty and I appreciate the effort, but it seems stupid to me. Well, I think it's also what it is, is that it's a kind of armor that when you're going to war, you have to wear protective gear. So her um, arming herself in all of these Chanel kinds of signals is a kind of armor like just, you know, don't come for me because I you don't want to try it. If I put this much effort into the defensiveness of speaking Italian, showing that I've been here before, <laughs> showing that I know because she does know. Right. So she knows these all these things that what to do. And, um, you know, it is a kind of uh, armored car approach. I'm going to bring all of these things instead of being outwardly aggressive. I'm going to armor myself with all of these tools, which I think is interesting. Wait a minute. First of all, yes. And also it's a distraction and something to talk about. But she makes fun of Kyle for ordering a margarita when she's ordered a vodka soda, but she's wearing Chanel, which is French. Yes. I didn't even think of that. Why? I mean, she should have done a whole. <laughs> I when I go to when I go to Australia, I wear Zimmerman. I wear Sass yeah. and Bide. Like I yeah. am not Doreed, but I would know to wear all. If I was going for it, I would wear all Italian designers. So yeah, she would. She would be better off. I guess not better off necessarily, but Versace or you know whatever. I mean, it's just more. Uh, but it's it's less about that. It's more like. She's going to arm herself with all of these ideas of correctness, even though it's not necessarily correct. Yes. Now, okay. So first of all, this is something just inside for people watching that the type of hotel and first restaurant they went to is very um, illustrative of this being like the only place in Italy that would allow clearance. Like that hotel Mm -hmm. that they were trying to make fetch happen was weird. Like it didn't feel like an authentically amazing at the level Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Hotel to me. I hadn't heard of it. doesn't mean it wasn't nice. It just means it was like a weird choice that was sort of mm-hmm. modern. And then their first restaurant they went to where they served cheeseburgers seemed like... I, I, I'm thinking Andaz, which I love the Andaz, but it's like a little like sort of modern, non-intrinsic to the place that it is. Does that make any sense what I'm saying? Well, it was, it was giving business travel. Yes! It was like really, it was really giving like, oh, we want, um, uh, it's like hotel group as opposed to like sh- really sh- super chic, beautiful uh, pension or whatever. You know, it was not giving history. It was definitely giving bus- comfort for the business travel. Yes. Smartest guest I've ever had on. Yes. I went to one of those <laughs> ink hotels. I ink. Yeah. And it's like, it's nice, but you don't know what kind of nice it's giving. You're right. It's giving business not four and a half, 4.25 stars. Yeah. You know, there's Pringles in the mini bar. Yes. Like it's, it's seriously, it's give like an old kind bar and condoms. Yes. It's very, it's, it's very Yes, bad. exactly. And the burgers and the pina colada at the first restaurant. It's that yes, kind of place yes. you're going on a business trip dinner. That was fucking genius. And they're not going to say anything bad or air anything bad about the weirdness of it because the producers are cutting and the editors are cutting that out because it was the only place. This is like the producer saying, sorry, this is the only place we could clear. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so now also the wind choosing, this is like also just so you know, when you go on trips on the housewives, unless you're Ramona Singer who can make anything into something 
like that's good because it's a free trip. The trips are dreadful. You've gotten off a plane. You must get ready. You've got to film. You know, Lisa Rinna, who's a germaphobe, has her sneakers on the couch, which is making me throw up. Like, she's literally wipes everything down, and her bottom of her sneakers is on her couch, which is so gross. (laughs) And, like, you have to turn it around quick and go to dinner at a shitty restaurant and wear winter coats because that's the time of year that they decided to do the trip. And so, like, you're there, and it's freezing, but you still want to, like, force your fashion. Yeah, it's very hard. It's I could just see the the tiredness. I see the the jet lag, you know, having to get into hair and makeup after you get off of this like transatlantic flight. I'm um, not only it's two continents. It's it's from LA and then across Europe to Italy. It's just a very grueling trip and then to have to go on and um you know, like when Denise and Garcelle are calling from the airport, you know, going to the oh. hotel and then they show up at the um dinner. It's a to me, I was like, oh, I felt so much empathy for them because that's like a good 48 hours awake. You know, you it's felt too dirty. much. Yeah, it's so hard. Yeah. And you felt dehydrated. Um, Garcelle, yeah. I, ha- you know, so I know I've met Garcelle in my life and I met I saw her at a party before she was going on. And now is the first time I've ever seen her on because I don't watch regularly. And I liked her like she's. She is the straw that that stirs the drink. She kind of gives no fucks, and she comes in, and I just I like her energy about it. Yeah, I'm biased. I find her very attractive. I think she's really beautiful. <laughs> I I can't really see much past the fact. Um, like every time I see her on screen, I'm like, oh, she's very attractive. She's <laughs> very attractive, and she's very attractive. I, yeah, and I and she's not afraid to express her opinion, and I like it. And I also have known, which this is for the viewers because you wouldn't know. And Eric has been through a bad scandal, and um, in in real life and she was lighter and happier back in this time she's a little more angry as in her housewife housewife's persona and she's a fighter and she's a warrior but I noticed she seems lighter in these shows and she is give I'm giving her the credit for bringing in the costumery of the show like she's the one who brought it in like not even on this episode like in this franchise she brought it in and made everybody else step up what I don't even know if it's stepping up but change their game and have glam squads and wear weird hairdos and wear costumes into the lobby so that she gets full credit for it they're all copying her all of them she always looks to me like an ice cream sundae or some kind of confection she's giving like barrels where you get 31 scoops like because she gives it like so many things on top like it's just the the makeup and the hair but the hair has like this architectural structure to it like there's one where she's doing the kind of um where she's giving the recap sort of but she's got the one hair like it looks like it's like it's like architectural it's architectural i know so curated it's very she looks also like um just like a painting like a or an illustration from a 1980s playboy like a Soriyama figure like it's a very it's it's really beautiful but it's like almost can't see past it in the same way Dorita is like so uh curated so is Erica she's very they're curated. both of them the same it started with Erica Dorit stepped up her game and wanted to have her own thing so hair became her own thing and she really keeps up with it because it takes maintenance it takes money it takes like mm-hmm. management and a hair person and whatever and this is before Erica ran into some financial trouble 
because of the scandal. So back then, she's recorded saying that she spends 50000 a month on Glam. Like, that's rolling very wow. deep, and the show's not even paying you that much. And so this is like saying, if we build it, they will come. Like, we'll spend this money to have this persona, and hopefully the money on the show and deals will come. And l- the next one to fall was Lisa Rinna, and you see it here with her wig, because she's very close friends with Erica. So she used to mm-hmm. wear in the first couple seasons, like, her short signature hairdo and sheath dresses. Yes. Yes. And yes. So now she's coming in with a costume and she does a lot of like alter ego and her name is whoever and like a lot of this like role playing stuff. And this is the last of the era where we'll see Kyle dressing quote unquote normally. She doesn't get up to this level, but where every single shot is of an Hermes Birkin bag and she's wearing mm-hmm. Alex Perry um, this Australian designer, like severe shoulders and small waists and dramatic makeup and more, more um, intentional constructed hair. Like they all yeah. sort of fall F's and G's head to toe. Like everybody starts falling in, but it started with Erica. Second to fall was Dorit. Third was Lisa Rinna. And they all come in and it's like a different planet. Well, you have to fall into the culture. It's like any kind of a workplace. You kind of start to come into a culture and then everybody copies it. Or even like it is kind of high school, too. Like when you're invited to the popular table, the girls, these are like kind of like not necessarily the mean girls. They're just like this popular girl clique that they're trying to get along. Sometimes women together, we we get these rivalries and we need things to like beat up each other's like ideas of who we are with and that is style like sometimes that's like the the main weapon that we have oh my god the competition yes you're right it's a level yeah. of competition that's not happening elsewhere like that did not happen on new york we all mm-hmm. um wanted to look good and as you're on the show for longer and people are commenting and you're realizing you are actually on television so don't hate the player hate the game you're caring <laughs> more and hating when you see you look shitty in your black circles and whatever this city it's another level and it is like even saying i'm dressing casual that's at best like that's yeah like you have pearls affixed (laughs) to your head like yeah that's not casual not that kyle's gonna change the outfit that she you know cultivated at home with a team of stylists in 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 the moment but still like whoa dude yeah, you want people to be yeah, and then people are going to be jealous and ooh, that looks great, but like you're secretly je- it's totally its own version of like battle. You're right, and and, yes. and Denise, I would not be able to keep up. I could tell you that. I mean, I, if I made effort that way, I just it's not who I am. I don't want mm-hmm. that. But Denise has really just sort of stuck to her own being casual in this group antics, even for New York, and like it looks out of place. It just does. Well, Denise is so unnaturally beautiful. I mean, preternaturally. She is so beautiful and has been so beautiful her entire life that I don't think that she's used to having to armor herself in the same way as other women. Because when you're that beautiful, and she's still beautiful in the same way, I don't think any age has actually changed her. I think she looks better. But she is so beautiful that the beauty privilege you you see with her is real. Because she doesn't have to try as hard in so many ways. She doesn't really need to because people will automatically see her as more genuine, automatically see her as kinder, automatically open doors just because of the beauty factor. I Interesting. Think. I 
think that and you know these people that like are very natural and they walk around very natural because they just know and because they've been a bond girl but i think like it is a little out of place which is weird because it would have been more in place in like orange county or in new york and i would say sutton and when i see them at that dinner downstairs i think sutton and garcelle are dressed appropriately in life in italy and in that show also, like they still look stunning and have luxury items on, but it doesn't look like they're coming down in a costume party for like Briggerton. It doesn't look weird to me and uncomfortable. I think fashion mm-hmm. should be comfortable. Right. But Sutton and Garcelle have nothing to prove. Right. You know, they actually don't come with an agenda. Neither of them do. They're kind of along for the ride and allow things to happen as they well, they let the chips fall where they may. Exactly. Yet everybody else has has some kind of agenda of what they want to do, including Denise. I think even though she's incredibly beautiful, she's like also a little bit like, why do I have to make this effort? Why would I? She's always sort of like defiant. Be, yeah, be defiant is like, why do I have to be pulled along here? I'm actually okay with who I am. I'm actually okay with all of this. I want, but she's still trying to defend herself somehow. Right. Now, okay, now this is going to get interesting. So Lisa's the Cheshire cat, and everyone's tiptoeing around this at this dinner, and it's always going to ha- come to the sur- surface, and it's awkward, and, like, no one can just... They're all in, like, the worst version of foreplay. It's the worst tickling ever. It's, like, tickling in circular <laughs> motions. It's repetitive and, like, not fun for anybody involved. And it's just, like, get fucking get to the main act. And and it's just <laughs> awkward. And... um. This is this is a thought that I had, and I, I know she's a good actress, and I like her. But the thought that I had was, God, Denise is a bad actress in this particular scene. Like, this is not her best acting role. Like, first of all, on in life and in Housewives, the least interested party always wins. So, like, by mm. doing the Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo, by making this weird face, like you have no idea what they're talking about, by further incriminating yourself by saying like you're not friends with and you don't even like really know Brandy, all of it is just so cringe. Where if someone said to me, you know, you had sex with my husband, I'd be like, okay, now what are we gonna do? Like, you, I once took the bait in a in a dispute about someone copying my business name, and it was so stupid to take the bait. Carol Radzibel was accused of not writing her book and she went down the rabbit hole by taking the bait. Like this was a classic example of fully taking the bait. And the more you talk about it negatively, defensively, positively, bravo, 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 it's going to air. If you just act like it's nothing, it won't. It won't be. They really made something into something major. So that's what I mean. I thought Denise like handled it so poorly across the board. You're so right. And it's not so it be it's less like tickling and more like a lymphatic massage <laughs> where you're just pissed. Right. <laughs> you just have to pee all over the situation and then make that all your own. Like I peed on it. Now it's mine. And so, yeah, if like you're so right, like if she had not ma- made it a non-issue. And then it wouldn't have been a big deal. But she got so defensive. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings. Or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at Pandora.net. 
This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. Let's you and I act it out. Okay, who do you want to play? I'll, I could be Denise. Okay, you be Denise. I want to be Teddy... I'll just be Teddy and like other characters. And if you want to be another character too, just like if we pick up a line okay. that's not our own, because we're, I'm not, you know, Eddie Murphy or like Tyler Perry. So, okay. Um, well, you know, I, it's going to come out. It's going to come out because like, and I just want to tell you because like it's out there. And if you don't want it out there, like it's going to come out. Well, I, 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 I what? Like, do you, do you know something? No, I don't even know her. I mean, I've met her a little bit, but I don't even, I've never talked to her. I mean, we've never even talked. Wait, no, I mean, I don't know. Well, you seem defensive. Like, you seem a little defensive. Why? No, yes, I'm defensive. I'm married. I'm very, I'm very married. I would not, no. All right, so now let's do it. Now let's do it what we should have, like what we should, I mean, I'll be Teddy as I should have. Okay. Listen, I I heard you said some shit about us and that you had an affair with Brandy. It's going to come to the surface. This Don't hate the player, hate the game. This is what we're doing. So it's going to come to the surface. So let's just rip the Band-Aid off here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, that's fine. You can say whatever you want. That's fine. Wait, so like, what? Do you, like, you don't even care? No, why would I care? It doesn't matter. Say whatever you want. I, yes, I did. Good. If you want to believe that, that's fine. Okay. Right. It would be exactly that. That's okay. Okay. And then they'd talk behind in another scene, but like you're not going to get as much juice out of that no. lemon. Yeah. No, so she, care. in business and in life, do not take the bait and do not go keep her, de- go down deeper. She's not, a, she's not good at thinking 
producing and doing it all at the same time because if she were, she'd know, shut the fuck up, cooler yeah. minds prevail. And But I'm going to tell you something. Bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. It's a new world now. Back in my day on Scary Island, a scene with Kelly Ben Simone when she had what people described as a breakdown. And I'm not going to speak out of school because I just don't want to say that, but it seemed like something otherwise was going on and it seemed like she might like go visit somewhere after this scene because it was insane and they really didn't show it. They showed about 35% of what went on. It was insane. But what she did was she was like, Matt, 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 which was call a producer. And because of her well-being and because she was saying Matt, they stopped the scene. Mm-hmm. 2023 Bravo with where 2023 Bravo ratings are, they don't stop scenes. Yeah. So Bravo, yeah. Bravo, fucking Bravo. And they break the fourth wall and they don't care if a producer speaks because you heard a producer speak to Teddy in an interview. The show must go on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I guess like the more uh, sort of breaking down that fourth wall has become like the so secret of that success. You know, because people do want to see the the damage that goes on underneath. And, um, you know, even if it's sort of manufactured. So I think that's a, it's inter- an interesting point. And that scene is part of the reason why Denise Richards left the show. Like, think mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a, any skeletons that you have will come out on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a zero-sum game. Someone's always winning and someone's always losing. And you literally could look at it like predators and prey. You watch or like trolls on Twitter and you watch like there's a lot of blood in one area and then all the hosts come to suck the blood off that one thing. So in that moment, Denise is the host. Yeah, yeah. And it is like she's putting her own blood in the water with the bravo, bravo, bravo. You know, she's actually signaling to the predators. But then, you know, it's also like I also generally don't believe that she had sex with Brandy. <laughs> I really can't imagine that. That's funny that you say that. And you have an instinct here. That's an interesting okay. Do you think you have institutional knowledge or you're just you're just anyone in the world having that? I didn't femmes don't fuck like that. You know, like femmes are very I, I, femmes just don't fuck like that. It's just a different I, I don't know. Like coming from a gay perspective, I don't I don't smell a gay a gay intimacy moment here. <laughs> You are one of the smartest guests. Like, you are very literal, like myself. You seem very literal and very analytical about anything. I try I try to be. I mean, I, I'm, it's all very interesting to me, especially if it's a world that I don't know anything about. Like, I just try to apply my knowledge to what I'm seeing. You're perfect. Like, I got to tell you, you're one of the people that the producers are going to get off. And be like, oh, my God, she was amazing. <laughs> and, like, I'll be like, we should have her again. Because there are certain people that come on. There are certain people that come on and act like I plucked them out of a supermarket and threw them on here. They've never seen the show. And they, they're like, these people, I don't know why these people talk like this, fight like this, act like this. It's like boring. And there are some people, but you are the like quintess, you're the most crystallized version of this person that come on and they've looked, they've landed on another planet and are really like observing this planet and have a really entertaining opinion. And that's where you fall. Oh, thank you. Well, the, the, the show really, what I've seen reminds me of professional wrestling. <sighs> You know, you have a story and they're like kind of they wear all those costumes and they're there to fight and not necessarily. It's all sort of like story and entertain. and entertain and created in order to entertain the audience. It's not necessarily really happening, but there are really real feelings of animosity behind it. There are rivalries between these pro wrestlers that exist. And then these stories that they're playing, their costumes exacerbate that. So it's sensationalized entertainment. And I think. 
one time I would love to have you on to talk about New York mm-hmm. because it's a very different animal. And having seen this, you would see like a big difference. You're just you're just like a sociology expert <laughs> on this. I could already tell. Fascinating. So, well, tell me what you're working on now. I'm on tour right now with my show Live and Livid. I'm um I'm doing stand up comedy all over. So you can find out about everything that I'm going to be doing at margaretcho.com. Okay. And I'm um actually about to start another film, but I just finished working on um, Life and Beth with Amy Schumer. Oh, and I yeah, I, I saw it. I saw, I love it. I love it's Amy a, Schumer too. She's great, and it's a it's a really great new season. So that's going to be coming up on Hulu, and um, so that that's uh what's happening. I'm also going to be on Call Me Cat, which is a great show. Um, with Maya Bialik, I love her, and so that's really fun. So just working. And so you're um, always working, enjoying, yeah, like lots of different things. But I really love doing stand up comedy and doing acting, so that's my, my, my joys. Nice, I think you're amazing, and I love this show and my other show because I get to really like get a sense for someone. And oh, thank you so much! Yeah, well, I'm really happy to meet you, and this is really cool, really fun, awesome. Yes. Thank we learned a lot about life, that's why I like it because it's not trashing these women or the show, it's more about like a sociology, no. like looking at wildlife and commenting on it. It is, it's so fascinating, and it's really, I mean, it's our version of sort of like war stories. Is it they are they are going to war every time they kind of connect with each other, all of these women? So it's it's exciting to see. Amazing. Awesome. Awesome. One of my favorite guests on the show. So surprising, not because it's you, but because you hadn't watched and it's just like amazing. So wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. And have a terrific day. Thank you. Awesome. Margaret show was amazing because sometimes people come on here and they act like, you know, I, I put a hot poker on their ass to come on and talk about a show that they've never seen. And like, whoa, these people and who would be like that? And then sometimes people come on and they're Uber fans like an Elizabeth Moss. And it's funny to see this like Emmy award you know winning actress talk about something so ridiculous and then once in a while you get a gem a hidden gem a person who has never seen it but like puts their back into it analyzes you know it's like it's like they're doing like a thesis on housewivery and that is margaret Cho. the way she describes so many things from fashion to personality to i mean dynamic sexuality brilliant. Margaret Cho is one of my new favorite people. You will probably hear her on here again because she's amazing and I loved it. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. 
chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.